Yorkshire accent. <laughs> go, go gravy. <laughs> Steak and kidney pie. <laughs> Do you call rolls a cob as well? No. Right, Come okay. on. Because when I was at Berry, about a month or two ago, they were calling rolls cobs. Then it took yeah, that's a workout. Where is that? In the middle of somewhere? Or? Oh, Bolton Way. Over. Berry? Yeah, it's north of Manchester, aren't it? Yeah, that's a Manchester thing. Yeah. You also get it in Nottingham as well. Cobs. Ah. So, cob down here is a loaf. What? A particular type of loaf. Like a round loaf is a cob. That's weird. Well, imagine like a bacon cob. Oh, I think you still call it butty, but the cob is that same sort of shape of size of, of like a bread roll. Where, where, who where calls it a bread cake? A cake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm not kidding. That is a thing. Right. Uh, so this needs to be like a bonus extra at the end. Oh, this, is, this, this is intro. I'm oh, not, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not cutting this. <laughs> bread cake is Sheffield. That is in Yorkshire. Yeah, we mm. say bread cake. Yeah, we say we say I'm not. I don't say bread cake, and I'm not from Sheffield. <laughs> <laughs> I say bread roll. Oh, bread cake. Do I say bread cake? <laughs> anyway, it's a stotty in Newcastle. A stotty. <laughs> it's a roll. It's just a roll. Uh, I, d- mm. I don't understand why it has other names. Says the person who calls Coca-Cola juice. Anyway, mm. absolutely. <laughs> anyway. Formula One starts its three-legged tour of the Middle East with the first ever visit to Qatar. Tom's least favourite track in the world, I think. I think that's an accurate description, yeah. There's no hyperbole there at all. (laughs) Uh, Nick, what's your thoughts? Top ten? Worst or bottom (laughs) ten? Before this weekend, it was definitely in my bottom ten. Sort of creeped up a little. Let's just say it was as bad as everyone made it. It's going to be. Correct, correct. I, I was wrong. It's no Catalonia. <laughs> as you've just heard from that intro, I guess, um, we've got Tom, <laughs> who hails from Yorkshire. Yes. That was a terrible, Hello. terrible accent. Oh, um, that was an accent. Ah, no. I what thought you were just having a stroke. I decided halfway through a word to try one, and it, uh, it was a mess. <laughs> and Nick, who I think is further south. Yep, I'm from Essex, innit? Yeah, I can't do an Essex accent either. I was going to think. Uh, I was trying to I think. I was trying to think of someone from Tiwi, but I, I never actually watched Tiwi, so that's a terrible <laughs> reference. <laughs> Me neither. He's recording this podcast while doing a handbrake turn in Tesco car park, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> the same as always. Same party wheelie bins behind that Tesco after. <laughs> wow, we've been extraordinarily uh, countyish at the start of this <laughs> podcast. Yes, so Formula One at Qatar, first time ever tour of the Middle East, starting with mm. uh, probably the second worst out of the three. Well, yet to be yeah, seen. Yeah, we're not beating Jeddah yet. Yeah, very true. We'll see next week. But it seemed to be a big favourite with the drivers. Everyone was um, saying how much they enjoyed driving it. Fernando Alonso didn't want to come back in after qualifying. So it's obviously they seem to enjoy the fast corners for it. I think it's this this rule set with the high downforce. I knew this track before, and, and so, did, so did Nick from watching touring cars there and mm-hmm. MotoGP. And turn 12, 13, and 14 in other cars are t- and vehicles are turns. But <laughs> the first time I saw Max's FP1 onboard lap, 
in the first three practice blew my mind because it's just basically flat through all three. Maybe a slight mm. lift through 14. Um, and so that must be really enjoyable to drive these cars. doesn't make for good overtaking opportunities or racing around there. but And it's hardly undulating like Oruz um, Radion or something like that. But okay, if they enjoyed yeah. it, go for it. I mean, Alonso was making me vomit. So effusive was his... Uh, <laughs> Oh, how good the car feels! Amazing. He was saying that during during the race, not at the end <laughs> of the race, during the race. Mm. <laughs> yeah, talking of the elevation, was it that two meters difference between the entire track? Is that small? Uh, yeah, that spa is at a hundred and something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's completely flat, basically. Yeah, I think that's part of the problem for me with tracks like that. There's no character to them. Yeah, it's that if I look on on. At an onboard at a random point, I can't go, oh, it's that corner. It's just a corner on the track. Yeah, there's not a lot of track furniture either, either, is there? Or anything in the background. No. It's just barren. So, um, yeah, it's just wasteland, isn't it? Mm. Biggest sports crowd ever in Qatar, though. Yeah, but it was like seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Qatari Football League must be blooming awful. <laughs> if that is their record mm. attendance. I don't know what the attendance was for this race. Do you have the number? I do not. That would have been well, something it didn't, that it wasn't even full. It wasn't even full. There was a lot of sports personalities. They probably were the biggest part of the crowd, right? Yeah, and yeah, that's true. David Beckham, who's collecting his 150 million quid off of the Qatari government over the next couple of years, promoting the to... World Cup. Ah, oh, promote the World Cup. Yeah, sorry. That's yeah. mad. I mean... <sighs> you were offered that check with that amount of money you probably would yeah oh maybe you wouldn't that was, <laughs> that was I don't know I'd like to think I'd say no but uh, reality is if someone offered me 150 million quid I'd do just about anything <laughs> yeah that's true yeah I think the live googling is what's distracting me yeah yeah I <laughs> couldn't find the attendance either so. yeah me neither <laughs> so qualifying yeah, Q1, nothing really to note. The usual suspects are out. Mm-hmm. Q2 gets a little bit more interesting with Daniel Ricciardo, Charles Leclerc, Lance Stroll and Sergio Perez all missing out. Yeah, that was terrible from Perez. Like, he wasn't that far off, but everyone was really close together, but far enough, he shouldn't be that far down. No, and he was on soft tyres as well. Mm. He said in his radio message that they went at the worst time. I'm not entirely sure what that meant. Was it like worse track conditions or wind or? It was last last across the line, basically. So that's bit of thought where he wanted to be. Yeah, weird. Mm. It's not good from Leclerc, but you, he his blushes were saved by Perez. <laughs> yeah. Also, there was a reason for Leclerc they didn't know about at the time, because um, he had a crack in the chassis apparently. Ah, was it at this point? Right, because I knew that they had to replace the chassis for the next day, right? Yes. But I wasn't I sure guess. why or how, but it was just maybe the accumulation of curb strikes or something, I guess. Right, interesting. Yeah, they they didn't know exactly, but they believed it to be during the first run in Q1 is when it was down. I see. Oh, well, there you go then. So it's just Perez. I thought there was going to be a word after. It was just Perez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just Perez. Just Perez. <laughs> it's just a return to form. Uh, it did mean, though, that both Alpines made it through Q3 and also mm. both Alfa Tauris. Both of them back through. Yeah. 
which is was interesting going into this because those two were level one points. Mm-hmm. Both of well, both of the last two rounds they ended up level one points. It's, yeah, it's interesting. So the order for Q three was Vitel, Ocon, Sonoda, Sainz, Norris, Alonso, Gasly in fourth again. Bottas, Max, and Lewis took the pole. Uh, but the big incident was towards the end of qualifying where Pierre Gasly ran over one of the outside curbs. So there was a double curb arrangement uh, towards the end of the lap. He ran over the second curb, which shattered his front wing and destroyed his front right tyre, which brought out yellow flags, um, briefly yellow lights at the end of the lap. And a couple of drivers didn't abort their laps. Um, mm. Bottas didn't. Max didn't. And I think Carlos Sainz was investigated for it as well. Um, Max was hit with a five-place grid penalty because he ignored a double yellow. And Bottas got a three-place because he ignored a single yellow. Mm. Which caused all sorts of controversy afterwards because yeah. some of the light panels weren't activated. Um, but the flags were out. But flags and lights are given equal weight in F1 mm-hmm. rules. So if you see a flag, it's the same as a light. Um, so I think that's why Max and Valtteri were maybe a bit confused because the light on their dash wasn't uh, wasn't illuminated when they came into the final corner. Yeah, it was one of those things where it wasn't dangerous either because he was clearly out of the way. But the rules are the rules. If there's a yellow flag or a hint of the yellow flag, you've got to slow down. Oldest, oldest rule in the book, right? Yellow flag, mm. that's it, game over. Yeah, I can see how there was frustration over the lights not working, but if there's a physical, yeah. real life marshal with a flag in in their hand, despite what Christian Horner says, that's that's yeah, the a, rules. A rogue marshal, as he put it, wasn't it? It could have been worse. It wasn't the worst comment in the world, I don't think. It wasn't, but I can see why it was defended so harsh. Yeah, and yeah so yeah. hard oh, yeah. because they are all volunteers, mm-hmm. and they're only doing what they're told to do. Of course, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd always, yeah. I'd always side on the side of the uh, stand on the side of the marshals there, just to clarify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm never going to criticise a marshal for sticking out a yellow flag. No, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, this year I've been critical of marshals standing, looking at crashes, not throwing out yellow flags. Um, mm. Yep. At, at certain times in person and on TV, so I'm never going to criticise one for seeing something and putting one out on their own accord. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think you can ever criticise a marshal for doing that. And um, Horner's got to go to a stewarding class or something isn't it oh it's like a speed awareness course but for your mouth <laughs> i think so but he's got to, got to go to that next year sometime apparently i hope he takes a box of chocolates <laughs> oh yeah. no, it'll be a case but... of red bull won't it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next year though it shouldn't be an issue should it for these things because if there's a yellow flag your lap won't count regardless is that an update to the rule i believe so yeah oh it's meant to take away any kind of problems with it mm. is if there is a yellow flag that lap is invalid regardless oh so start of your lap there could be a yellow in sector three but the time you get there it could be cleared and you lose your lap yeah i'm not sure of the details on that i don't know if it's in the sector you're in mm. well we have to remember that and bear that in mind for the first qualifying session of next year because mm. it will happen and someone will be crying <laughs> and the rule yes. if, it, if it happens a lot the rule might be amended Mm. Need further clarification on that. I'd just like to mention the AlphaTauri front wing again. So mm. there's a controversy with this track, the the sail course with um, the curbs, 
mm-hmm. being very aggressive with these like saber tooth white bits. But the Alpha Tower front wing has been fragile all year. Gasly lost one just by driving over a curb in Sochi. Was it in a practice mm-hmm. session? I think. Uh, the both of them had very minimal contact at the start of the Monza race and lost the front wings. It's it's weak by design. Yeah. Obviously, I think Gasly even said that. Yeah. And, and as we'll get to later, I feel like there was some trepidation from Gasly from that point forward in the race and the rest of the weekend because you know that if you run wide, your wing's going to fall off. <laughs> Other people like Stroll was running wide all like seemingly several times and his wing did not fall off. So, No, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, it's probably ironic that Gasly's yellow flag probably oh, saved yeah. him fourth. And with oh. the penalties in front of him, he oh. actually promoted him up to second for the start. Do you have the start, the actual final starting grid there? Yes, so it was Hamilton on pole with Gasly alongside him and then Alonso in third, Norris fourth, Signs fifth, and then Valtteri started six with Bottas. No, Valtteri started six with Verstappen <laughs> seventh, and then yeah, Sonoda eighth, Ocon ninth, Vettel tenth. Are you sure Bottas started in sixth, not fifth? <laughs> According to the F one, it started in sixth. Mm. There was some confusion before the race, wasn't there? Where Mercedes thought he was yeah. going to be fifth. Uh, and the provisional grid put him in fifth. Yep. But three minus sure why. three minus three is six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's why. Well, three plus why three is six. <laughs> Should say. <laughs> oh yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, that's zero. Yeah, three plus yeah, three minus three is Damon Hill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what the confusion was then. Damon Hill nil. No. Is that what you mean? No, because oh. he had zero on his car. Oh damn! I thought we were like doing some sort of F one bingo nope. call in a joke. <laughs> <that I'd... laughs> That, which it wouldn't even come out, would it? Is, oh, bloody hell. Uh, Best if we ignore that. I, I think yeah. the confusion, to move things on, <laughs> I think the confusion is maybe if the how, back, Max's penalties applied first or something, hmm. maybe that could have got the order. Or second, maybe the order of who got the penalty when. That's the only th- possible thing. Even then, the maths don't add up. But Mercedes' nah. pit crew lined up for fifth on the grid and then were told, no, you've got to go move to sixth. Hmm. Um, which is all very weird. Oh, I see what you mean. Because if yeah, if Verstappen's was applied first, right, then Bottas is promoted to second before being dropped. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I suppose in that case, but it's still crap. <laughs> <laughs> so race start was gets away well. The big concern was it end up third or fourth in the turn one with this mm. run down, but. He got away well, covered his, uh, covered the slipstream and kept the lead. Alonso and Gasly had a little fight through turn one and Max Verstappen just drove up the inside of everyone going from seventh up to fourth. That was amazing, that. I mean, he got a good yeah. launch, but then he didn't do a conventional racing line around turn one. He sort of ditch-hooked it. it uh, just right round the inside as if you drew like a line on the inside line, not clipping an mm-hmm. apex. and. Clearly, that's where the grip was. Everyone else was, like, off in the desert. <laughs> yeah, it was suggested as well that where everyone else was going around the outside, he wasn't affected by the dirty air and just had grip on the inside because uh, there was no one else taking that same line. Interesting. Well, yeah, it yeah. worked. Well, well. 
Apparently he did a track walk, which he never normally does. Maybe maybe that helped. Who knows? Mm. He got him up to fourth, and then Alonso swiped across the front of him and put him half into the sand. Dust. Into the beach. Beach, yeah. yeah. Just, just off the track. Like AstroTurf. Yeah, so he had to back out, but Alonso just planted his foot and went around the outside of Gasly over the curbs, which became the inside mm-hmm. for turn three, I believe. I think so. Every corner looks the same, as you say, Nick, so it's hard to yeah. tell. But, I mean, Alonso was up to second. Uh, he said after he was disappointed, he thought he'd be leading after that one. Because he was starting on the softs, I believe, and he thought he'd, he'd get past that one. Yeah. That's oh, a hell right. of a, yeah, a, hell of a start for, uh, for Verstappen. It just basically negated all the problems he had from that penalty almost immediately. He started behind yeah. Bottas. Oh dear! And, and yeah, that, that didn't last long. What was he up to fourth on that yeah. one Verstappen max? Yeah, and mm-hmm. Bottas was twelfth. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. dear! Poor Valtteri. He's he actually just... got a reasonable launch off the line, but bad car positioning, oversteer through turn one, just lost it all. Mm. I, I think he did lose some positions off the line as well, but yeah, because Max was past him almost immediately yeah. off the line. But combination of factors there which is the rigueur unfortunately for Valtteri you know we come to expect mm. it mm. and then Ricardo also went backward at the start he had a terrible getaway and the full first half of the race he kept getting uh, fuel save warnings on his dash so yeah he had kept slowing down every lap lifting off thinking he was dead underfueled and it turns out it was just a faulty faulty system error so mm. um he, say, he says it costs him two seconds every lap. Mm. Not ideal. Nope. No. I love the fact that his engineer was also telling him that they didn't have the fuel because he was saying, do I need to save more? And it's, yes, save more. Ah, and right. Through, he was told, forget it, flat out. <laughs> <laughs> because I was thinking if it's just his dash, you could just ask the question, right? Mm. Yeah. He obviously did. But the, the team believed it was that as well, mm. which I find hard to believe that they would be so confused by that. You think they should know exactly how much fuel is in there and at least have an idea of what the consumption should be. They'll build they'll the fail safe in now, won't they? The yeah. next software thing will have like some more sort of backup thing. Oh, I don't know. Some other way of measuring. Surely on the pump and the tank where they get the fuel, they would know hmm. how much has gone through it or they would know how much is left in the tank. My 10-year-old Renault Clear will tell me how much fuel I've got left. <laughs> <laughs> is it moving? I was going to say. Quite when a it's, lot. When it's, that's the only thing that works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Is it faxy, Cleo, or is it still? It is. Yeah, yeah, it's working now. I, st- I have six gears as opposed to first, second, third, fourth, third, fourth, which is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. That's always good. Yeah. Uh, lap four, Max gets Gasly, who just lets him pass. Didn't even bother opening his DRS till Max had got past him on the strap straight. Yeah. Next lap, he took Fernando as well to go up to second. I thought, I was, I did think when Max went past Alonso, if that was Hamilton, would he have made it harder? I was thinking exactly the same thing. Mm. It's Lewis behind. Oh, I'm going to defend like a lion. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Bottas was stuck and on for a while as Perez is making overtakes. Uh, it got past, it took two attempts to get past Sainz, but everyone else was. Seemed to be first attempt into turn one. Mm. 
relatively mm-hmm. straightforward with DRS. DRS down the straight into turn one. Mm-hmm. Bottas then finally gets ahead of um, Sonora. He's, he's sitting behind Sonora and then Stroll. I think Stroll goes off at one point as he's fallen. Mm-hmm. And then the next corner, Sonora goes off, which um, compromises him through the final corner. And Stroll gets past Sonora and Bottas gets past Sonora as well, I think. It felt so sorry for yeah, Yuki yeah. there because he didn't have DRS and the other two did. Yeah. Yeah. But if it wasn't for that mistake, I don't think Bottas was going anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Oh, you mean um, Toto's inspiring message didn't oh, spare God. him on? You can tell Toto's about hard enough of Valtteri, can't you? Get these yeah. cars. <laughs> I know, but it was the aim of his strategy appeared to be to go long. Yep. So it's like, you know, what do you want? <laughs> do yeah. you want me to try and save these tyres or do you want me to push? I didn't think of that. That's such a good point. Mm. So mm. that could have contributed to puncture later on. Oops, spoiler. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, to be fair to him, after this happened, he started making moves. He did, yeah. Mm. yeah. But when he was yeah. stuck behind those other two cars close together, he didn't look like he was ever going to get ahead of them. If his strategy mm. was to go long and he made a good start, but this whole thing wouldn't have even appeared. No, that's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, Gasly from would have been fourth at this point, I believe, decides to pit early on lap 13. Um, I think Sonoda and Raikkonen picked before him, but he was really the first of the front runners to pit, and that was just a disastrous decision. I com- yeah. I completely missed this. Like, obviously, I was following the race, but it just didn't occur to me. Oh, where's Gasly gone? <laughs> yeah. It's fine because he was on the softs. They assumed that it would drop off a cliff. But then Alonso at all went another five, ten laps. I think Alonso was lap 23 he pitied. So Mm -hmm. they obviously overestimated how how quickly they would drop off. And yeah, that was a disaster for AlphaTauri because I don't think they ended up getting either car in the points. Mm. So I think they threw away an easy top six there. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh well, you'd expect them to at least be similar pace to Alonso in the Alpine, right? Mm. And just, just, just dissolved. Yeah. So I thought that was a shame for Gasly because he, he, he needed, well, Alpha Tauri really needed to pick up points this weekend. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was a big hit for them. Lap twenty nine and Perez is up to fourth, overtaking Alonso. Fernando did try to try to fight this one. He tried to hang around outside a couple of corners, but Perez got past. Again, he didn't try any of that when <laughs> Verstappen got past him. So I think it's clear Fernando's got a favourite. And then what yeah. 33, there's a big swing in the championship fight as Bottas gets a puncture on his original medium tyre. I think it was front left that went. Yeah, it was. And that, that started a wave of punctures after that. Um, but he felt so sorry for him because it was like just as he was coming past the pits as it always mm. seems to be for Valtteri <laughs> yeah. do you think he was on for third? yeah that's very hard yeah. for someone up at that point because Perez pitted before him and as you say it looked like Perez was going to a two whereas Bottas was going to be at a one mm-hmm. and Perez got caught up in having to re-overtake cars he's already overtaken as well right mm. and I was wondering yeah. even if Bottas pit- pitted again he m- might have gone for a short soft tyre stint at the end and Gone past mm-hmm. everybody still. Yeah, there was options there anyway, I thought. 
Yeah, this is what confused me then, because then Perez pits again on lap 43. Yeah, which he was annoyed about. Which mm-hmm. your main rival for third has, is out of the race, essentially. Valtteri rejoined, but then 20 laps later, he was still stuck nowhere, had a lot of car damage and retired. So you knew you had third in hand if you could make the tyres last. Yep. It's not like he was under threat, but Red Bull still decided to bring him in for the second stop. Which, as you say, I think dropped him down to like ninth and had a bunch of cars uh, to overtake. Yeah, he went down to seventh after he did. They could have been thinking yeah, about punches, know. but I don't, at that point in the race, none had happened. Well, Bottas had, but that was on a different tyre. Oh, hmm. right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, so that was, oh, yeah, it was on the medium. Uh, I think hmm. Pirelli had said do 30 laps on them, and he had tried 33. Yeah. But. I, yeah, I just can't wrap my head around mm. why why they did that. Unless they just expected Gar- uh, Perez to overtake everyone again. I'm comfortable before. T- well, to be fair, if there hadn't been what happened later on, I think he would have done. Do you think so? I thought. He, oh well, well. Do you want to jump to it now? Sure. What happened? <laughs> so Russell gets a puncture on his hard yeah. tires. His front left goes. Then a couple of laps later, Latifi gets the same. He doesn't make it back to the pits. He parks yeah. up at the side of the track. And then about five, six, seven laps later, they decide, we better move that car. And uh, <laughs> yeah. they throw out a VSC with about four laps to go to to retrieve uh, Latifi's car. Um, which also slows everyone down. And Max pitied. I don't think anyone else pitied. No. Oh, oh and in that as well. Also, uh, Nordis pitied as a preventive measure because I think they he started to see they were getting a puncture yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so he pitted from fourth and dropped way down as well to the bottom end of the points so yeah VSC I, I just think at this point if Norris hadn't got a puncture and there wasn't a VSC that's an alternate reality thing I, I still think Perez would have to get past Norris and then I don't think Perez's pace was all that strong at that point I think it tailed off a bit I still think maybe Alonso might have held on a bit but you might think otherwise, it's fine. Well, it's a fair point, because I hadn't considered Norris, because he did get the puncher, but I didn't think about that. Um, I just thought where Perez had caught up to Alonso fair. by the end. Yeah, He was only, what, two seconds off? Yeah. And he'd had four laps under the virtual safety car where he couldn't make any inroads. Oh, right, so you're probably correct. He would, he would have got him. But yeah, if he had to get past Norris as well, that does change it slightly. Yeah, but even if there wasn't a virtual... if Let's say there wasn't one, Norris probably still gets the mm. puncher, right? So it doesn't really yeah. doesn't really matter. That was a, a null point for me. So George, I think, had done 32 laps before he got his puncture. And I think if Perez had went to the end, he would have had to do 48 laps on the hearts. Right. Yeah. So maybe fair enough. Maybe that's the maybe they were right to do that. Um, but it seems strange. It was... Yeah, it just seemed strange to puncture because it wasn't like... Everyone that was on the hard was getting on. It was just a few, and everyone seemed to be attacking the curbs in the same way, apart from, as you say, Gasly. Yeah. The Williams punches. I kind of. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I was going to say I kind of blame the FIA a little bit for this one, <laughs> um, because they're the ones who decided that the track limits would be the curbs, not the white line, allowing them to run wide on the curbs. Whereas if they'd said it's the white line, they wouldn't have been out on the the extremes of the curves. That's a very good point. And 
these curbs were not designed with Formula One in mind either, so it's not like it was a they new weren't. facility built just for this championship, I guess, like Jeddah will be next week. Well, they have said that he was, well, sorry, Michael Massey said these were the same spec curbs what, which are used at um, the Red Bull Ring. Hmm. The Red Bull Ring was notorious for breaking cars, so. Yes. But they weren't calling him punches. Yeah, true. But they also weren't running quite so wide on them. Mm. It was all about the front left as well, wasn't it? I can only mm. assume that the track is heavy on the front left or heats up the front left, which makes them, makes it extra vulnerable to a curb. Um, Agazdu said post-race that they didn't have a puncher, but his front their, whatever their setup was, he felt that their front left was overheating all the time and then he had no grip when he came to the next corner. Yeah. Uh, so it must be just the track layout and certain car setups, which then wears out that tyre excessively or heats it up to a point where that if you do then clip a curb, it's game over. With warm tyres. Well, Pirelli are going to do an investigation. Of course they are. They've said but... that the wear rate was as high as 100% on many of the cars, which I'm not sure how they can say that. But they did say there were cuts on the tyres, but they do not know if the cuts were there before or after the puncture occurred. Right. That's what they need to check, but just have to wait and see on that. Mm. I mean, it was int- it, it provided some intrigue because for me, the race was simply Bottas and Perez getting DRS, overtaking down into turn one or running wide to turn one and getting them on the next lap. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't that, that, that was not issue. interesting for me? Yeah, it was just felt fal- false and fake and contrived. Mm. Even though it wasn't deliberately set up that way, it's just because they were further down the pack and they had the quicker car. You know, just wait for the DRS game over. Yeah. There was a, an interesting overtake was when Perez tried to get Ocon. Oh, yes. Fernando had been on the radio saying, tell Ocon, eh, was it defend like a lion? Yeah. That was it. Um, to try and help him hold on to third. And to fairly Ocon, Perez did the usual DRS into turn one. Um, we didn't see this part because the race director likes to show pictures of the crowd. Yes. For no reason. But because it's a record. Yeah. <laughs> All 14 of them. Uh, I'm I'm convinced it was like the same five people and they just kept getting them to change colour shirts every time they were coming back. There was a lot. Of, was, there, was there more crowd shots than usual this, this race? I think so. Mm, it's just, even. To be fair, nobody wants to see crowd shots. Yeah, uh, have F1. you ever watched a Formula One race and gone? Do you know what that race needed more of? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's more pictures of people standing up drinking a ten pound Sprite. The like <laughs> nobody, nobody's interested. The only time it worked is when that little boy was crying for Kimi Räikkönen in the town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Ocon fights back. He tries to hold it on the outside for turn two. Um, ends up behind. Manages to get alongside going into turn four and five. Uh, tries to go around outside again there, uh, but Perez gets past. But I thought mm. it was at least good that someone tried to fight. Yeah. Because everyone else has basically pulled over and said, come on through. Yep. Uh, yeah, well, with that, the car difference and the tyre difference and the track layout, I don't think he could have done any more. No. It at least delayed Perez for at least half, what, half, mm-hmm. a couple of tenths, because he had a compromise line into turn four. Mm. So... Did his role a bit? Didn't didn't that alone did not mm-hmm. give Alonso the podium? Though. No. Yeah. 
But uh, everyone oh. kept comparing it to Hungara Ring, which is a completely different track layout. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, uh, Martin, I think Martin Brindle did make that point. Like, this is a totally different thing to try and. It was easy for Alonso to keep Hamilton by, behind it on yeah. Ring because there's only really a couple of places you can do anything. The rest is you have to follow. Um, and it's not is it it's not as wide. disruptive. Yeah. yeah, it's not as wide. It's not disruptive as the car behind here. So, yeah, he did his job and Alonso gets his first podium in seven years. Mm-hmm. And he, boy, did he know it on Team Radio straight away with the stat. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he, he said the F, he dropped the F bomb in the live TV interview, which is hilarious. Yeah, which I missed. I might have to go back and watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there was one other thing that happened in the race that could have affected Alonso as well. Did you see um, Mick Schumacher's? Oh yeah. Rejoin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Bottas backed all over him as well. Yeah. The rejoin was dodgy, right? It was, yeah. It was a hell of a slide he had going into that corner in the first place. Yeah. Out of nowhere, Mick. And then he just came straight back on track in front of him. But Alonso saw it coming. I was Gil. I was expecting Alonso to be more angry than he was about that. Mm. Gil rejoined trademark. <laughs> it was, yeah. 21. Yeah, it definitely was one of those. Yeah, That could have been a disaster. Mm. Do you think he's had plastic surgery? <laughs> I could Botox. Plastic. I think he's had Botox. Do you? Yeah, you heard it here he's, first. He's time in America. Everyone who goes to America <laughs> just comes back with something done. <laughs> to, to be fair, I can't see Austin's face enough to comment, but mm. we'll take your word for it. We're going to have to do some furious Googling after this. But <laughs> I'm convinced he's got less wrinkles this year than he did last year. Verstappen <laughs> uh, pitted under the safety, the virtual safety car, put on soft tyres and took fastest lap mm. away from Hamlin was important extra bonus point yeah yeah so it was a he already had the fastest lap anyway yeah so i think he would have had it but yeah just make sure yep so race results perez almost up to fourth it was three seconds behind alonso at the end so it would have been interesting without the vsc um kent Landstroll somehow got up to six don't know one stopper happened. one stopper did it yeah i didn't even notice that <laughs> yeah incredible both Ferraris, the points again. Good for them against McLaren. But, again, yeah. unfortunate for McLaren because Norris would have been ahead of both of them if he hadn't had a puncture. Yeah. Mm. So, only two points for Norris and Vettel running at the top ten. After running wide in turn one, lap one and falling to last. Mm. Off oh, camera. Yes. Indeed. Mm. Uh, Ferrari. Oof. I did have got lucky this one because it wasn't exactly, they weren't exactly quick. And no. seventh and eighth is hardly sparkling, is it? You know, Ocon, um, Alonso, Stroll ahead of them. It's not quick. But no, it's not. They made the best of what they had, though, I suppose. Yep. Alpines and Alpha Tower, well, Alpines especially, looking mm. good. It's just, they're very track dependent. They have no yes, they are, yeah. level of consistency at all. Which makes you, it implies that they don't know why they're quick, which is never a good scenario, is it? No, and then... Alpha Tauri on the qualifying pace were competitive but then just made a mm. complete mess of the race by pitting so early. Disaster, yeah. Um, Yuki had some rear aero damage which lost him 50 points of downforce whatever that means in context. Oh. I'm not sure. Yeah. But even then they said nah, well, we just weren't quick enough. 
Mm. I do genuinely think they had confidence issues of uh, if I'm going to run wide slightly, I'll break the car, which doesn't yeah. doesn't help. Um, and both Alfa Romeo's team radio post race. Did either of you hear that? I didn't know. It was both completely silent. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, that speaks volumes. That. Uh, uh, yeah, and the other thing I would like to say is, you know, we we're talking about in qualifying, um, the the yellow light potentially not working on the dash or the side and the flag, mm. but the flag was there. There was some yes. weirdness post race with the lights as well. Stroll reported that there wasn't a checkered flag. Mm. I don't know if there was or not. It could have been what he meant. I don't know if he meant like a physical one or one on his dash. Mm. There was definitely a physical one because right. the guy was yeah. shown waving it on TV. So maybe he didn't see it, but maybe they look at their dash and it didn't tell him. Mm. And Leclerc, but also Leclerc also got confused and thought it wasn't the final. Didn't finish the race because again he didn't see a light or something. Mm. Oh, right. So I don't know if there's a, a system thing there or just coincidence that a couple of drivers just didn't know when the race had finished. Mm. Um, I haven't seen any digging into that after the fact. So, no. so I'm just going on the radio messages, unfortunately. To be fair, the massive amount of fireworks going off around the track would have <laughs> probably gave you a hint. Yeah. <laughs> this might be finished. <laughs> <laughs> so, championship. It is now down to eight points in the driver's title fight. So that fastest lap was really important. Yeah. Going into the final two races, Max can now win it in Saudi Arabia in two weeks' time. Yes. If Hamilton retires or something, right, and he does something and something If like Hamilton retires and he finishes second, he wins the title. If Hamilton finishes tenth and Max finishes second with fastest lap, I think he wins the title as well. Um, and then there's other permutations, but basically, if Hamilton retires, um, Max can win it. I think if 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 Max wins with fastest lap and Lewis is six or below, he wins it also. Um, so basically. If worse, just needs to keep his nose clean. Otherwise, yeah. it's over. We don't want to see any of that happening. We we just want Lewis to win with Max in second, not from a partisan point of view or a fanboy point of view, just so that then the points are really close into the final round, right? Yeah. 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 What, what is it if um, Lewis wins, gets fastest lap, Max is second, or something along those lines? They go in tied. That's what we yes. want. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they go tied with Max ahead on race wins. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. That's actually perfect. Yeah. Because then it is a straight fight. Winner takes all. It's all you need from the final, right? Yep. Yeah, well, it's been five years since we had a title fight in the last race. It's been too long. Harder the best venue for a title fight. But it's a new yeah. layout. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. And Vitaly we'll Petrov is not driving. <laughs> very true and the all important fight for third the gap is now down to 13 points um, and then in the fight for fifth the gap between Norris and Clark is now one point with Lando just holding on Sainz is comfortably a seventh and then looking a bit further down to the most important one and last place <laughs> ah. is hashtag Sam Smelt Watch and last place is Mazepin. He's still not overtaking Kibitza. Oh, Maz we're supposed to call him from now on, aren't we? Are we? Yeah, that's what, what? that's what they call him. Maz. How's oh, the, the team call him Maz? Well done, Maz. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, as you know, I'm not a fan of nicknames as it is. Me, so. me too, me too. 
Yeah. We'll avoid that one. But now I've said it, you're going to say it back accident now. No, I'm not. No, <laughs> We don't talk about him anyway. <laughs> only, he never, he's not even crashing anymore. I know, right? How boring. No. <laughs> uh, and the team's championship, it's now down to five points in a, between Mercedes and Red Bull. Ferrari have really taken charge of third. They're now 39 points ahead of McLaren. And a big weekend for Alpine means that they're now 25 points ahead of Alpha Tauri. Good. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Alfa Romeo still 12 points behind Williams and Haas are on zero. The Williams Alpha battle is really easy over now. Yeah. Well, that's a great unknown. December 5th, Saudi Arabia. And mm. what is expected to be Mercedes. Well, it's a straightforward win for them on pace. As long as they keep their nose clean. But it's one of those tracks, given how fast it is and given a street circuit, it could be Azerbaijan from a couple of years ago where it was just chaos. Plus, it's a whole new surface, I assume, where they're building the track. So is it going to be a bit like what Turkey was mm. last year? I mean? Oh, I'm refusing to get as excited as the first Azerbaijan or the return of Turkey. Just uh, Yeah, that's fair Just enough. because having driven it in the game, I'm not comparing my driving skills in a game to real life, but I am saying the track layout does not make for good racing. However, <laughs> I, like if it's an endurance race, yeah, or it's... Someone has makes a mistake and causes some crazy safety cars. That's the only yeah. chance of a good race. And the layout is very tight and narrow um, concrete walls either side for most of it. So there is that opportunity. And there is a really, really tight turn one after a long straight, mm. which is a left into a reasonably tight right. So the whole forcing someone wide and someone coming back in is possible. It is possible. It's just whether or not people can... The the sectors before that are a lot of high-speed corners, so can you get close enough yeah. to someone to, to, to have that chance? That That's what remains to be seen. Mm. There are, of course, 27 corners on this track as well. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Are they, is each kink named then? Numbered? Is the numbered? I don't think they're named. No, I don't think they're named. Yeah, sorry. Wrong, wrong <laughs> term. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be 50 laps, 27 corners, each one. Mercedes are going to... Strapping their Brazil engine to Hamilton's car, which has only done that event. So yeah. they're going to turn the wick up on that. And it's the spicy engine. Yes, it's totally said the spicy parts are coming. Mm. <laughs> Is that the expression? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I can't see anything other than well, who is winning this one unless he gets taken Ooh. out or he gets a perennial failure. Because he's going to have a brand new engine in the back, brand new parts. Can really only be tyre contact is going to hurt them. Seems very track dependent though, the car form. Yes, it does. So you never know. It's basically all high speed. There's a couple of medium speed corners, but the rest is almost full for all. Same with the second half of the lap. Mm. Mm. Yeah. You, I'm still. You, you're, I, I, you're I, very sceptical of this, aren't you? I'm sceptical <laughs> of the, knowing the form going in, but I have. I. I do believe Lewis is going to win this championship. Ooh. Yeah, and I, I've, I've said that for a few weeks now, have I? I have. I have. <laughs> I definitely have. At some point a few weeks ago, at the midpoint of the season, I still said he'd fight back. And I don't really care who wins either way, as long as it's a close fight. I think we've all said that several times. Yeah. I'm just not sure about the form of this new track, but 
Mac, still think you... Lewis is going to do it. What do you think, Nick? <laughs> I, I keep swaying either way, to be honest. I think Hamilton has the best car. But, yeah. With its essentially two new tracks as well, in a way. Yeah. Mm. We just don't know. Yeah. If I had to put money on it, though, I would go for Verstappen. Oh, maybe we should... Well, I'll I'll bet you a Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, if you want to take it up, I'm going to say Lewis. Yeah. And you want to say uh, Max. I just think there's the chance of something going wrong. That points lead could make all the difference. That's the only reason I'm going on. All right. Are we saying two finger or four finger? <laughs> or chunky. Or chunky. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you decide the Kit Kat. Uh, salty caramel chunky. Salted caramel chunky. All right. I don't think we've got go. those in the north yet. <laughs> Plenty of bread cakes, though. Yeah. I'll have a cob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to have to keep the first bit in there. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't. <laughs> oh, God. I thought. Oh, yeah. Any, anyway, was that the news section? That was the news section. I've got a little bit of kind of news, if that's all right to squeeze in. I was going to put the sting in there, but then you spoke again. Oh, right. Do you want to do that again then? <laughs> to say that was a new section. We need the sting. News. New, 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 new. And then, on you go. Right. Can we not use the sting and just have you doing that? <laughs> yeah, I'm up for that. <laughs> I want to get Um So, stings happened. News update. Well, the one thing I was going to mention that's not really news per se is that Abby Eaton has released a... Well, Drive Tribe has released an interview with Abby Eaton on her sofa with her body all strapped up and in, um, encased within a plastic structure of some sort because she obviously broke her back at the W Series race at Kota. And she's going to be like that for another three weeks at least. And Oof. she's going on this campaign, rightly, of removing sausage curbs from FIA-approved or any racetracks. And... I, I fully support her on that. I don't think there's a mm. place necessarily for them. Uh, she describes how there's only like fan footage of the incident and only at the mm. end of it, it looks like a car's up in the air, the front wheels are in the air and then it lands. That's actually, the, I think, the sec- second or third impact. She's launched over one and then lands on a second, which then puts a car up again into the air, which then broke her back. So... um it does apply to Formula One because it would mean track changes if this is taken on board, which I hope it is. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just wish her all the best for a swift recovery and uh, hope she's racing again and walking again. That w- that would be good. Yeah, indeed. But check it out on the Drive Time YouTube channel if you've not. It pertains to track design, which is a huge quandary, especially next year with Formula One with different track limit rules and the curbs at Qatar all sort of tied together as a, no one really knows the answer to the track limits problem, except they do. It's called the gravel trap. Yes. <laughs> Gravel slash grass. Yep. There is absolutely no need for sausage curbs. We've seen no. too many incidents. Mm-hmm. The, the frustrating thing is, these incidents have been happening for not just this year. No. I mean, Monza a few years ago, yeah. Formula 3, there was a driver yeah. launched out of whatever that corner is now called. Alberetto. That's it. Yep. Curve Alberetto. Got launched in the air through the, the catch fence. Yep. And that... that could easily have been a lethal crash. Yeah, because the accident, the, yeah. the impact was with the catch fence, not the bio- yeah. barrier that's supposed to dissipate energy. No. And then you've got other incidents where 
the Villagers' broken cars or the ones cars in the mm. air similar to what Abby Eaton had. Mm. There's absolutely no need for sausage curbs on open wheel racers. Yep. So good riddance. Totally agree. Just just monitor the track limit. It's just deal with it in the steward room. Well, what, what, one mm. thing she mentions is actually going back to British touring cars, how there's pressure pads on certain parts like Donington and Brands Hatch. Mm. Yeah. And uh, she suggests maybe some sort of system that uses that outside of the UK, because in her experience, she's only come across it here. Mm. I don't know mm. for a fact if other, other uh, governing bodies and tracks around the world use them, but it, it certainly we don't have any sausage curbs at Donington. No, it's only the MSV tracks I know of that use it, but I'm sure right. there must be someone somewhere else in the world that does. Yep. That's a campaign I think we'll support there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Save the gravel traps. <laughs> yeah, bring them back. <laughs> it was grab what guitar. I thought you would enjoy seeing Valtteri bouncing away. He's with yeah. that. Well, it was more interesting than running off onto some asphalt, wasn't it? Mick Schumacher visited mm-hmm. it, I think, in free practice as well. Mm. But it slowed the cars down, but then also they didn't get stuck. Fine by me. Yeah, that's true. Hashtag book back gravel. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I think that's probably as good as a place as any to end. Um, back in two weeks' time with the first ever Saudi Arabia Grand Prix. If it's the track's built by then, um, which I think <laughs> yeah. is still touch and go. They I can... think what they're saying is basically the track will be finished. Everything mm-hmm. around it won't be. <laughs> so I mean, if it's not, we can we can then we just have them all on simulators and do an esports event. <laughs> yeah, totally agree. If you enjoyed this, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you're on. Give us a good review, share it, follow us on Twitter, because no one does. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm tweeting to myself at Final Corner Pod. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks' time. So, goodbye. Uh, goodbye. Arrivederci. <laughs> is that even goodbye? It's Italian, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It is Italian, yeah. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> yeah, do you not know the Arabic for goodbye? No, no, that's. Ah, got it all wrong. Arrivederci, goodbye until we meet again. There we go. Well, so it was right, but the timing was wrong. (laughs) Yeah. The context was out. Yeah, by several months. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. All right. Stop recording. Stop recording.